now tuning in to the Roach Clip Podcast. You know how we do it, getting high with Tal's Exotics. I'm joined by the blunt master general himself, Mr. Prody Milkins. What's up, Prody? Yo, yo, what's up, man? How's it? Hope everybody's doing good today on this beautiful Wednesday, you know? Kicked out the morning, work, all that. Now it's time to smoke and relax. Enjoy, yeah. Enjoy the night, man. Man, that's the best, right? Kind of pumped up, yeah. Looking forward to getting off of work. Go finally get a smoke. Blow that smoke in the air. Yeah. Lovely, lovely. And if you still have a job, big ups to you, man. When these tough times, motherfuckers losing jobs, losing unemployment, all this shit's just hitting the fan with the COVID and all that. So shout out to all you motherfuckers still staying alive, keeping your shit, repping your family, because you never know, man. Ain't nobody going to feed your family but yourself. We're also joined by the mustache of the South, Mr. Franco 602. What's up, Franco? Yo, what's going on? Sorry, I'm not uh not cute for you guys today. I've been on the road, but uh, uh, that shit so, look, that shit looks trim today too. What's yeah, going on? Are you it, trying to get rid of it now or <laughs> little by little it's getting shorter here? I thought about it. <laughs> I thought about it for a second and I slapped myself. Oh shit. Back into reality. Like, yeah. What the fuck are you doing, Franco? Uh, what are you doing? You can't lose your identity yeah. in a mustache. <laughs> Usually has it all like Fucking Pancho Villa it up, yeah, nice. like all the way up to his ears and Little shit. Like catfish. I did that for a couple of years, man. It's tough to keep it, but you got to once yeah. you get it dialed in, and then as soon as it starts to fall, like it, you can cut it wrong, and then you got to trim the whole thing down, and that's what yeah. ended up happening to me. I get it, and then cut one side wrong, and then you got to sit there yeah, and trim it all up. But he also yep. has a secret sauce for shaping your beard and mustache. Yeah, that is true, man. I oh, use yeah? a, I use a, I use a, a, a whipped body butter that I make, and it's uh, it's actually it's from hemp, so it's a hemp derived body butter. And uh, it's really cool, man. Get it in your beard. I think I'm going to have to get you some for your beard over yeah, there. Yeah, let's Tell try it, bro. I'm fuck down. Yeah, dude. Oh, yeah, that beautiful angelic voice you're hearing. That's Kevin representing House Exotic, Exotics. What's He's up? also a fucking co-founder of the Cannabis Cactus. We started Ooh. this gangster shit. Remember that shit? Heck, yeah, dude. Taking pictures in your kitchen of the pills. I remember that shit vividly. Yep. yep, the first cover, sat there and took them right there in my kitchen. And that's why it's so cool to be here tonight because being back in the same space, Multiple years after the Roach Clip podcast is continued, Cannabis Cactus is continued, and to be yeah. sitting here tonight, and uh, it's just awesome to we're have this whole thing come full circle. Yeah, yeah, Fuck yeah dude. Dope, bro. Yep. Yeah, shout out for uh, for the uh, hit up on the Instagram, bro. Yeah, hell yeah, man. Love it, love it. And what's uh, what's your partner's name right here? I'm Brandon. Brandon Gomez. Brandon Gomez. Pleasure to be here. Blessed to be in the industry. I'll tell you what. It's, uh, like you said, it's crazy right now, and to be sitting here with you guys, I'm blessed to be in the industry. Have a job and in the industry, bro. I mean, what else can you yeah. ask for? It's special times right now. What are you, special uh, times. What are your jobs there at House Exotics? What do you guys do? Yeah, I'm the cultivation the director. Cultiva- yeah, yeah. So right now we're just a cultivation site. We distribute out to Phoenix, to the Phoenix area. Uh, right now we're at Level Up, Nirvana, uh, Mission, okay. gone out to Sticky Saguaro and Tempe, or in, uh, Mesa, so we're kind of getting our getting our name out, getting the quality out. Biggest thing is educating people, yes, educating sir. people on quality and and, and good products. Hell so yeah. I think that market's coming around more than ever. People really, really looking for good quality. And yeah, if you got that quality, be. then hey, it's gonna fly off yeah, the shelves regardless. Absolutely. absolutely, that's true. I was talking to the dude at the smoke shop right before I came here. He's like, hey, I dropped off a couple mags. He's like, hey, the dude from Arise came in and. So I was questioning all the pesticides that people use, all this other, like he was, and you know, he's not in the industry, so he doesn't know anything. So he's just trying to get his foot in and, you know, like for people that don't know, some of this weed is sprayed with pesticides, right? That, Absolutely. Yes. That people yes. are getting and 
what kind of effect does smoking something that does have pesticides have with you know what's the difference uh for instance they've uh you know it's not there's not you know two set in stone studies but uh neem oil for instance a lot of people have been using neem for a long time well there's some people are are getting you know they ingest that well that is an ingestible is causing this disease where you have anxiety attacks you get nauseous and people literally become allergic to smoking cannabis oh and they're they're tying it back into the ingestion of neem so i met people like that man that just get too paranoid and they they just just can't smoke yeah they won't touch it again they won't touch it again bro they're like fuck no bro so give me a panic attack yeah yeah so that's i mean one example i mean and that's people i've worked bro we're kind of the you know this is the beginning uh for a long time data is is evidence so we're just now getting into the scientific side of it and we're definitely starting to see the effects and and yeah just because it's natural doesn't mean yeah you should smoke it right well and it's not like uh like our food right where we can wash it you know we get soaking in uh, apple cider vinegar and you know clean it off it's like it's you hear about crazy things you hear about people harvesting and dipping in hydrogen peroxide and all sorts of crazy what? methods for remediation I, I, at the I've end to try to I left the job because what? of that exact thing I watched him I watched him put moldy moldy flour into a 55 gallon drum of hydrogen peroxide what the fuck? I watched it sit there and boil and start festering I mean it became active you know what I mean in there it was just the, all that organic matter in the peroxide it started bubbling and boiling and I was like that's not that's not what I got into this business yeah. for and the funny thing is that was when I left that job that's when we started the can of his cactus to to preach education and it's because of things like that that were happening that is still continuing to happen now and that's kind of you know we're coming up on that time here in arizona where mandatory testing is going to come into place and that's going to be a a big game changer for a lot of grows because that shit's not going to fly no more one of the things one of the questions for walking out though before us prostate Hell yeah! I couldn't. I couldn't yeah. put that product Sorry, out there. Yeah, I didn't yeah. want to. I wouldn't want to put product out that I didn't want to send my own grandma to smoke. You yeah. know what I mean? You want nothing to do. So we have to. We have to remember. At the end of the day, people are using this for medicine. They're at their sickest point. They don't need anything else compromising their immune system or, or endangering their health anymore. Oh no, yeah, it makes you know? sense. So, as much as, as do you guys do testing as of now or absolutely yeah. yeah yeah we've been gearing up for the November testing for quite oh, a while okay. compliance um, everything we do is gear towards compliance we don't have to worry about pesticides when the time comes around heavy metals we've been gearing for that for years so yeah one of the questions one of the questions that dude had for me too at the smoke shop he's like did you know like when a dispensary gets this you know the weed from a girl they could keep it there for months you know it could be old he's on they spray a preservative on it that's what he was telling me and then he's like weed's supposed to be sticky you know when you break it like it should be able to fucking leave your fingers gummy. Mm-hmm. He's like, you noticed a lot of the yeah, shit try, you get from, to break that shit, up right there. A lot of <laughs> shit you get from dispensaries just fucking turns into powder. Like, mm-hmm. but I don't know, like if that's just one of his conspiracies that they're that they're spraying with uh, with uh, preservatives. You know, like I have no clue, bro. But I told him I'll ask around, bro. You guys, hate, you guys have you guys heard anything like that? <laughs> About well, a, you know, an actual preservative? Like a I've never knuckle. heard of preservatives, but I, I, I can tell you that there's <laughs> like places that'll keep cannabis on the shelf for a long time and sell it 
when somebody comes in to buy it. You know what I mean? I've, I've known dispensaries to change the name on a product because it's been sitting there for so long. They'll just change the name and call it something else just to push that product That's out crazy. because it's been sitting there. And, you know, as, as, that, as that cannabis sits there and ages, it starts to lose its color. It starts to lose Everything. its flavor. Yeah. And, you know, it just sucks for the consumer when somebody's going to do that because somebody's going to buy that and spend money on it and they're, they're going to get let down at the end of the day. Yeah. What's typically the expectancy, like, to smoke a, is there, like, a flower, like, before fresh it as starts possible. losing? Fresh as possible. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Every every day it's at room temperature. It's oxidizing terpenes. It's oxidizing cannabinoids. So you want to gotcha. you want to break that up yeah. and, and get rid as of soon it. As cured, yeah, as soon as it's cured and ready, it's ready. Yeah, and it hasn't been an issue because the market is not is uh, there, there's a shortage for a good quality exotic flower right now. Yeah. And oh, right now, mm-hmm. there's none of exotic quality flowers sitting around getting. You know, getting dry. I'll tell you that much. So, uh, yeah, that's exciting. That's that house exotics, right? <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that's beautiful. Check it out. Yeah, yeah, that. yeah that's a fucking amazing. What, uh, so what, like, what, what do you got right there? I think it looks like you got the wedding cake. That's our triangle. Triangle. Awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Bro, I mean, the wedding cake is just as impressive as I mean, the density on that is phenomenal. Oh yeah. That's the that's the wedding cake right there. Yes, sir. Bro, this is fucking flame. Yeah, absolutely, man. If you guys actually go online to Instagram, House Exotics on uh, Instagram, uh, we've got pictures of this exact flower that's going to be on the market like this next week. Uh, we've got this online, so you can see the exact batch pictures of what's going out just uh, in all of its glory on there. We've got both, uh, the three three that that we're about to drop. Yeah, I brought the three flavors that we have online about to drop here. So what flavors are these are, are out there for these the are consumers for right roll, now? These are for us to roll up and for you guys to enjoy. Fuck enjoy yeah, dude. Good stuff. looking now. Enjoy. What are some uh, uh, flowers you guys got out there right now? What are some strains that, that people can't pick up? Yeah, right now in Scottsdale, you can get the, uh, the London Mints, number six. Uh, we have Wedding Cake in Nirvana. And then uh, soon here, we're going to be dropping the Triangle Canyon on the uh, 12th, I believe. Or, yeah, we're dropping uh, the, no, the kosher kush is on the, the kosher kush diamonds, and that, that's something we'll definitely want to talk about is some yes, diamonds yes. that we got. But, oh, yeah. okay, yeah, so, uh, yeah, we have diamonds, we have kosher diamonds and sauce coming out, we have uh, live resin sauce, Ooh, and then the and then the flowers are with the wedding cake, Triangle Canyon, and the London, the London Six. Mid. Yeah, what are the and we're always searching these, for, for, new, for new blood. What are the genetics of these, like the London cake? Yeah, the London, uh, the London uh, mints is London pound cake, and um, uh, was it sunset sherbet? Yeah, sunset sherbet. Yeah. Oh, okay. And then we're always, at the end of the day, we're always searching for new blood. That's the part of staying relevant is always keeping new blood in the pipeline. And so, how long you been cultivating for? It has been. Almost eight years now. Eight years. I was born and raised in Phoenix. I moved up north and just started growing since the moment I moved up there, and I've been down the rabbit hole since. Fell in love with it. Fell in love with it. Uh-huh. Haven't stopped. So yeah, this nice. is, I don't I don't see uh, me getting out of the cannabis industry anytime ever. Probably my whole life. You know. <laughs> I mean, why would you, right? Yeah, you know, as much compliance and regulations uh, get put in place, at the end of the day, we're doing what we love. What do you feel about the new law that? going to be voted for in november to to uh regulate recreational marijuana yeah that's a it's a tough law man i mean there's some things about it i would like to see different 
Um, yeah, I, I think if we're going to pass any type of adult use, that there needs to be uh, decriminalization across the board. You know what I mean? I don't think you should have. I don't think you should be criminally uh, prosecuted for having something that's legal if it's being sold on the market. And I think that they could have gone farther to expunge uh, convictions and let people out of jail. And that's not that didn't come along with this. And I think that's a big part of reform when we talk about drug reform across the entire country that needs to be looked at going forward. How do you feel like somebody that's um because somebody that's in the business because like I, I feel so rarely like this question can get asked because exactly what you're talking about like um when you're talking about the expungement of of, of uh, um cannabis criminals yeah for right uh, what's it called they're, they're federal charges right cannabis criminals that's what how stupid say, does right? that sound uh, right they're, 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 any charges on this yeah felony there you oh, go okay, felonies, felonies right gotcha okay. yeah, like yeah. a felony charge dropped yeah. down to a misdemeanor and um well, whatever that means, right? Like, because uh, how much is that going to get dropped off when it comes to ha the hardships of life, when it comes to getting a job, right? Getting the proof for a loan, all that, all that stuff that comes with uh, th those issues. So, uh, the point I'm getting at is the question is, how do you feel opening, opening like that job market within cannabis to people who have faced those charges and who have. Um, have those hardships like they should be the first ones brought to the front line for for cultivating for only bit and you know not, not obviously not all 100 but uh but yeah just really want to pick your brain and ask you how do you feel about there's two two sides to that question one there's the criminal aspect those that were caught doing something like moving massive amount of weight that's a different question than somebody that was cultivating you know what i mean i look at when i look at it they both kind of fall different categories but ultimately if cannabis becomes legal there's a reason that it is legal and that's because there have been people in this country that have done it illegally for a long time you know what i mean uh they've made they've kept the industry alive and i think that they shouldn't be in jail and i think they should have their charges reduced or their records reduced if they've already served time because they're essentially are the reason that we're able to do this today that they're the reason we're in business today is that people that have received those charges over the last 50 years of the war on drugs, you know what I mean? So I don't think anybody, if we change it and it's adult use, I think it should be across the board. Yeah, you weren't a criminal, you know yeah, what I mean? I agree, that's yeah. true. I kind of stand, I kind of stand on the same, on the same side of the fence with that. I mean, it, it, it's sad for these people sitting in there doing exactly what we're doing and, and seeing the news Bro, Every day, the it's gotta got to be life in prison. Yeah, for me. yeah. You know so that's, you know, that's I insane. yeah, I sympathize with that, and I I pray for them. I hope the best for them every day because they deserve to be right where we are. Because at the end of the day, they're the frontiers of this. Like you said, they're the the frontliners. They're the front lines, and they yep. shouldn't be you know pushed to the side or thrown away and, yeah. you know we need those ogs with their knowledge oh straight I, up I, when i every time i meet an og i get so excited you know <laughs> what i mean if i hear norcal grower og i'm just i light up because all i want to do is listen yeah so, man that's yeah we need we need them around that's we what do. we you know that's yeah. how we grew up you know we grew up in cali and you got those mythical characters you know yep. that girl is weed and yeah. you just know their name like oh fuck it you mean sub cool yeah. or humble joe grew this kyle like, cushman yeah. or whoever yeah. whoever it doesn't matter you just and now joe's like fully in the <laughs> he's fully legal you know he's got the humble cure out there and he follows the law so that's fucking dope bro his company's fucking booming yeah booming and, yeah. and he was Wait. one of them from back then too since yeah. early yeah. what 90s probably yeah. so maybe even mean, earlier every, at the end of the day Everyone knew what they were getting into. I don't. I don't think people kind of foresaw how 
big this was going to get this Lucrative. fast. Yeah. You know, so props to those people who started it. Hell yeah. Big shout, shout out. out to that, man. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, the, the stuff that they've done, right, when we're talking about the, the ones who are, like, pushing weight and the ones that's like, dude, that that's that's somebody who could run a distribution center that's somebody who like who 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 maps out right because they're gonna know the fastest way to get through somewhere right. and uh it's crazy what those dudes had to do with with uh the the odds stacked against them that's yeah. fucking dope man that is dope man they should be here yeah. with us they should be enjoying the pleasures of life man if you like I'll to smoke weed the... i mean if you like to smoke look we're drinking and smoking weed we're fucking I don't give a fuck where your choice of fucking shit is, man. Like, it's your choice, right? Yeah. So I ain't giving it to little kids. You ain't fucking... I'm good, man. I'm, you know, you ain't breaking gotta, the morality, the morati- morality line. Yeah, but I mean, you should be able to do what you want with your own body, Please. right? Whether it's Absolutely. smoke weed, whether it's drink fucking beer, whether it's drink 10 fucking cups of coffee a day. I don't give a fuck. There's more, people, there's, there's more zombies on Xanax out there than you can imagine. You Thank know, you. Yeah. but that's cool. Like for a doctor who prescribes Xanax <laughs> for a little kickback or, you know, whatever other narcotic they're giving people. And now they're realizing how <laughs> fucked up they, they got these people, man. They straight up turn people into zombies. And yeah. that's, there's no other way to put it, man. Like, no, I've, I've lost friends to, to pills and it's, I mean, it's only strengthened my, my love for this can this industry, strengthen my love for cannabis. It makes me want to educate and help people that are on that path even more. Because, you know, I've known people that, you know, can turn around with cannabis and, you know, alternative medicines and stuff. So it's possible. It's out there. Yeah. And, and I hope I hope those all those people find it. Cause, oh, I'm glad uh, I found cannabis, bro. Like, right. I was against it, dude, you know, high school. <laughs> I'll never smoke weed. I'm not a fucking loser. I'm going to get my diploma, you know. Yeah. Well, Coach, I yeah. Well, it I'll wasn't. Clear. I wish I could go back and smack myself. <laughs> yeah. And I, once I found it, like it was months after, not even a month probably after high school. So my homie, I was like, hey, bro, I feel like smoking weed because I would always see his brother all high. Well, he just looks like he's chilling. He ain't bothering nobody. You know, he's he's not falling down. Nah, he's, not he's chilling, playing fucking video games with his little brothers and sisters. You yeah. know, fucking just acting like a kid, but you know, doing his thing. You know, minding his business. And I was like, all right, let's try it. So he, he gets a joint from his brother. And we go by, like, this little field by his pad. And we had matches, I still remember. And we fucking ran out of matches. It was so windy. We, we couldn't start the, the joint. So we, we got down to our last match. Well, this is it, bro. Like, if we don't fucking like this shit, we're not going to smoke weed. <laughs> we let that bitch ride up, dog. And, oh, bro, it was like... Yeah, but it was game over, bro. It was game over after that. We went inside his house, like where he, you know, was right at. That fool was like 16, my homie. He was younger. He was a couple years younger than me. So we went to his pad, his parents' pad, and just fucking. I just remember giggling the whole time. My cousin came out to fucking make some food or some shit, and dude, I was just like cracking up in his face. He's like, "What's wrong with him?" What was wrong with that? What's wrong with Like, he already, like, he wanted to ask, is he high? But he didn't have the boss to ask if I was high. And I'm like, yeah, bro, go to sleep, dog. Go to sleep, old man. That's funny, man. And ever since, bro, I didn't stop. I was like, love this stuff. Yep. Love it. It was just game changer. 
I grew up like my dad used to smoke pot. You know what I mean? So I grew up around oh, it. Oh, nice! And I just remember the smell. I remember oh, the you know some something about just that smell. So when I as soon as I was old enough, and I was like, okay, like this just seems like normal. You know what I mean? And uh, throughout the years, I I didn't smoke when I was younger. I was 16 the first time I smoked. Probably 15 and a half. Sometimes my first job, I was uh, working at McDonald's, and we just finished up. I was brand new there, right? And uh, I've never smoked weed job. before. All right. So we closed down, and the guy's like, this guy on the job, he's like, you want to go outside and smoke? Like, you smoke weed? And I'm like, yeah, bro, I'll smoke weed. Let's go. So we go out. We climb up into the play place, right? We get up in the top, up inside oh, them, like the dope. old school yeah. play place, right? So we're in there. And we, one of the tubes and shit? Yeah, yeah. Sweet. And there's like three or four of us in there, you know what I mean? Everybody goes in there, and we're all up there. We smoke, and we start, same thing, start giggling like little kids, right? And we're laughing, and we're having a good time, and all of a sudden, boom, boom, boom. What the fuck was that, bro? Our manager comes outside and he's beating on the fucking the tunnel, right? Get out of here. Oh, we got to close up. And we're like, oh, fuck. And I'm high as fuck. And I'm not, I've never been stoned before. So yeah. I had to go inside and try to explain like why I'm giggling and laughing. And then, <laughs> then we had to close up the fucking restaurant. And I am just like stoned out of my mind. I can't do my job yeah. worth of shit. And uh, dude, that was just probably one of the greatest experiences. I couldn't go back and recreate that even if I wanted to. Yeah. You know what I mean? Did your boss say anything or? I think he knew we were high, but I think he kind of knew. I think he was just pissed that we were in there fucking around in instead there. of doing the yeah, job. Yeah, yeah. You know, we should. He wanted to go home too. Well, <laughs> that's classic, though. I mean, what better way to get high for your first time than the plane? As long as there was no kids around. And then we no, we were closed. But then, <laughs> then we had all the extra food at the end of the night, so it was like you got all this food to take home with you, bro. It was fucking oh, heavy, dude. dude. In the early days of a stoner, dude. Oh yeah, you hit, a little, like hit a little too hard, bro. I got yeah. up to two hundred and fifty pounds at one point. <laughs> No, they hit hard, bro. That munchies, fuck yeah. But I mean, in the beginning, when you first start getting high, you, you taste you food, you're like, what did you roll up? This is a whole different experience, a, bro. Like, yeah. we'd fucking get like a microwavable burritos and just doctor them up, bro. Make uh, them into all kinds of shit, all kinds right? of shit bro. Yep. <laughs> Make it all fancy. Yep. We used to have a four QT. We used to go to this place called Allsup's, and we would do that. We'd get like a chimichanga, and we had different ways to dress it up. So you had like, you know, sometimes I'd put the, the relish on it, which was totally bizarre. Nobody else liked relish on their chimichanga, but you try the hot was that sauce. Fire? And the, dude, I was stoned as fuck, dude. Everything tasted good. I couldn't put anything on there. I just had the munchies, you know. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I'm doctoring up food, dude. That's a that's a stoner thing. Yep. Just add extra cheese to your burrito. Yeah. Again, you know, all kinds of toppings. We egg, should make a wet egg, burrito out of it. Put an egg in your uh, top ramen. I still do that. Yeah. To this dude, the day. top ramen's a good one, bro. You can do cool stuff. I would put a, I would cook up the ramen, but I would cook it in a frying pan, right? With very little water, so it just became the noodles. Yeah. Then I would toss a couple slabs of that fake cheese. You know, that not real cheese, the kind of little plastic yeah, rubber things yeah the fake cheese throw some of that in there and it then a, and then a can of tuna and bro that Ooh. was the shit and then you eat it with chopsticks bro you took ramen and turned something really cool man yeah. yep yep the ramen master oh yeah, yeah dude. i was Cheesy a bachelor for a long noodles. time <laughs> <laughs> would, you, would you use the sauce like or the powder or no, 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 just the tuna, man. That's it, the tuna, so like the cheese. Casserole, like a tuna casserole? It's exactly, it's almost like yeah. a noodle tuna casserole. Yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. Sweet. Yeah, yeah. For a dollar, bro, right there, yeah. all day. Pack of that, what is it, like 18 cents, right? A pack yeah. of ramen. If you get the store brand tuna, another 68 cents. They even have the organic ramen now. 
Ooh. for like 10 cents more. Bro, you know who has Robin Master P? <laughs> Master P has his own brand of cup no of noodle. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he has his own, like, he's he's trying to take over Aunt Jemima. He has his no own shit. pancake syrup and pancake mix, Uncle P's. <laughs> That's fucking dope, dude. Yeah, you think he came up with it, or you think they just used his name? They're like, "Yo, dude, we got you. Want to come be a, a you I know, like a contribution?" It's all him, yeah, yeah, it's all him. dude. That's cool, man. Pushing it all himself. Man, it like, started with the chips. Right? What? What no can problem. I put my name on and go? Yeah, yeah little dominate gumbo bowls and shit too. And shit, like, really, little Louisiana style. He started know, with like, the chips, the wrap snacks smart. back in the day. Really? And Walmart, like a year ago, signed a deal with him to. Sell them in the at the one. That's why they're at Walmart's now. They're wrap snacks. You just put like wrappers in the on the fucking so like the like Migos flavors, sour cream, like or whatever. Waka flaka flame, flaming uh, tortilla chips. Yeah. Hey, but these shits go back to the early two thousands, bro. Yeah. Yeah. They had like Project Pat, like you know all the southern rappers that we grew up with. But now it's like he has all the new school guys. You know, yeah. I stopped following your rap a long time ago. When it stopped being rap. What do you think those are? What's up? How collectible do you think those are? Uh, probably, like, I don't know. If you had all of them from like every single one, uh, uh, one sure. man. probably like teeny beanie babies, oh, right? Like, yeah, but yeah. you can like <laughs> a lot of them, dude. There's gonna be a lot of wrapped bag. What do you call them? Chip yeah, wrap good. bags? Yeah, uh, uh, wraps a lot of garbage, wrap snacks. A lot there you of garbage go. Bags in here. <laughs> you have them up all over your wall. You got the whole collection of all the some snack bags. Like that, man. We know we know some people that are like that. <laughs> So he started with that. Now he has a line of food, bro. That motherfucker just took it to the next. He probably got paid from Walmart. Heck yeah, dude. And they see those wrap snacks fucking flying off the off the shelves. I was, hey, let's throw Uncle P's fucking buttermilk pancakes. That's so funny. Next thing you know, he's going to have his own uh, almond milk. Master P's fucking <laughs> Malt liquor. Al- almond juice. He needs to do milk. a hemp milk. Have you ever dude. tried hemp milk, bro? Nah. Dude, it, it's so awesome, man. Like, it's a. Uh, I'm super into hemp milk. I'm into hemp products in general, but it's one of those uh, products that you can. Nowhere. Oh, dude, you, but you have to go to the dry products. It's not. <laughs> no, they, everywhere has it. It's in the dry milk section in the dry storage. It's just not in the cold storage. But most most stores have it. But here's the cool thing about it. It's plant based, right? But it's not as destructive for the environment as say the the almonds which are very water intensive hemp has the opportunity to be a plant-based milk for those people that really want a plant-based milk but you know is is an alternative to these other nuts that are much more cost effective and bad for the environment so yeah hemp milk bro if you guys get the chance try it what can't hemp do where can we get hemp milk like sprouts or something uh, I was just at Sprouts and I didn't see any there, but again, I just I didn't check the dry section. That's normally where you got to go to find it. It's on the shelf, not in the refrigerated section. Oh, so like the almond milk comes in a little carton or something? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's all like right. the paper carton. Mm-hmm. And like I say, it'll just be on the, in the, I don't know what else is around there. There's almond milk and rice all milk, right, but not in the refrigerated section. Hands down better than any milk. Oh, yeah. I agree. Hemp milk. When you can find it. When you can find it. <laughs> When's the last time you found it? <laughs> Whole Foods? Whole Foods gotta have it, right? I'm sure they do, man. It's, it's at Walmart, dude. That's where I've gotten it. Uh, so it has, a, it has a long shelf life as well? Mm-hmm. Damn. Yeah. That's, that's fucking dope. Yeah, you know what's so easy to make? You can make it at home, man. You can literally sit there with uh, water, just get some purified water and hemp seeds, stick them in a food processor, and you just use your, uh, what do you call it, cheesecloth to strain it and get any debris out, and you've got hemp milk, and it's plant-based milk you can make at home. I know I made almond milk before at home with my little Nutribullet. Oh, yeah. It came out pretty dope, but I was like, that's a lot of work, but it's cool to make, you know, once. Yep. 
lunch. <laughs> that's why. That's why you just buy it. Man. It's like a dollar, dollar fifty for a little carton or something like that. I'm, a paper carton, you know? I'm gonna try that hemp milk. They got hemp creamer. They got them flavored for things. Like I said, there's a lot of hemp products coming out out there. Oh, creamer. You have to refrigerate it after you open it. Or is it most likely, right? Yeah, I do. I, I don't know if you have to. I'd assume so, but well, I, I put it in there so it's cold and I drink it. Yeah, who wants fucking hot ass milk? Right? <laughs> well, that, no, no, that might be perfect for like when uh, when we go hunting and stuff. Oh, all right. That's Sorry. what I'm saying. So it doesn't have to be in like the ice chest, and we make we make coffee. Yeah, we need we need room for our question. beer. Who the fuck wants to put milk right? in? Yeah, ice that's milk what I'm saying. <laughs> and a big old gallon <laughs> instead of like cream, it's uh, creamers and all that shit. So. Yeah, I'm gonna have spoiled milk, but I'm gonna have some cold right, beer. Cold beer, I can't do priorities, yeah. dude. What What do you hunt? Oh, we usually go for whitetail and uh, like Aravaca. Well, sometimes we'll go like Globe, man, but depends on what um what area we'll get picked uh, for. Rifle, but, bow, balls. Oh no, rifle. rifle. Yeah, yeah, I'm not up for bow. Yeah, you ain't hunting nothing. Yeah, I can't. I can't sneak up on anything. <laughs> <laughs> they smell the They smell the Cheetos on my breath before oh, I get close. You end up getting shot. They're like, oh shit, a buffalo. <laughs> dude, my brother got a buffalo with a bow. What? Yeah, dude. And my, my brother, to be fair, he's he's pretty impressive. The guy's an yeah. army ranger, okay? So he's he with the he, bow. He, he, he got hit around the heart, right? He got that sucker, dude. One shot, took it down. And uh, the saddest story ever: my mom got all the meat and put it in a chest freezer, and the freezer went out, and we lost all the buffalo meat, an entire oh, buffalo. That's man. a tragedy of, the, of such an epic story. But yeah, yeah, he took that sucker down, one arrow, wow. and first shot, got it, and it's done. That's a prof- That's a marksman, dude. He's, Don't he's fuck pro, with that, bro. dude. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, tra- he trains. Right he uh, does conditioning training for the Gracies, dude. He's a he's a beast. Come oh, on, then they gotta go on target practice all all day, right? Like a few hours a day at least, right? I don't know how much he practices now, but like I say, on the when you're in your prime. Oh, bro, when he was, I'm sure when he prepared for that hunt for a while, yeah, dude, yeah. he's probably out there in the backyard every night shooating a target. Yeah. Right? Backflip. You ever kill anything, Franco? No. no. I, I go more for the for the glassing, for the, uh, like scouting, pretty much. Okay. And, uh, and the beer? It's a nice hike. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I don't like to carry all the equipment either, and it's, I'm lazy. <laughs> do, so, you, uh, do you skin the animal at least? Uh, I have. Like, yeah. I'll hop, I'll hop, uh, what they call harvest it? That's just not gross. Does it smell funny? I was picturing it was gonna smell nasty. Yeah. There's, it's like when there's you cook a chicken, unique smell raw chicken, of raw meat. Oh, it's just like that. It's just a unique smell oh, okay. of of blood, yeah. Yeah. like that much blood. You never forget it. And then when they like pepper, irony? when they hang it and pepper it, you don't forget that meat, that, like that fresh yeah. meat. You know, it's not bad, but it's not like. But once you once you fucking. Grill yeah. that motherfucker up It's perfect right? It's just different And I think once you're around it too it's the, you, you learn to kind of Like it Like some people that It's like if you've lived next to a dairy I grew up around a dairy I love the smell of a dairy The but like, poop Yeah Pretty much cow shit <laughs> But my wife hates it Like she won't She can't stand That oh, smell right, you know? yeah. so, I don't even yeah. notice it anymore Hey so Okay <laughs> Did you, you said, uh, Brandon, you said you grew up in Phoenix right? Yes, Did you grow up here as well? or I grew up in uh, Albuquerque New Mexico Okay, okay. Because the, the question was, down in Levine, especially where uh, your parents live. I live there too. Oh, so, okay. So, yeah. so about oh, 10, right 15 yeah. years oh, ago, yeah. 10, 15 years ago, the smell was different. And now the manure smells like fucking, like they have protein in their fucking diets. Like it's fucking, it smells like people shit almost. It's a different <laughs> like, different type of smell. It, it's di- and right in my. turds on the fucking field. Do the turds. <laughs> do the turds. Does the smell not smell different to you back when you were a kid? 
Now, like, I, did, I didn't grow up here, but when I first moved to Levine about 10 years ago, okay. and when we moved back, we, we rented the house for a while, and we moved back, and we noticed it was more prominent when we yeah. came back, and we just, maybe we had just moved away, and we came back, and it's like, oh, it's, it's here now, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. But, but yeah, my wife, like, she's like, I don't ever remember smelling this bad, and I'm yeah. like, I, I like it, so I don't care, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah. uh, it, she definitely noticed it. Because that's where I was, because we're, we're, I mean, we're talking about... Um, proper cultivation and all that stuff and we don't we look at the dairy farms here literally in our backyards you know down the street from us and even then like how we're talking about people disregard um what we're smoking more or less with the pesticides but it's like damn look what they're doing to the what we're eating what we're drinking the milk and stuff like that Mm -hmm. so that's why i think uh, what's that a lot of things pretty much are processed, like the yeah, food, chicken, and everything. It, you can you can source out local ranchers who are you know farm farm uh, are grass fed and grass finished. That's a big thing. Is it can be grass fed, yeah. but if they finish them with corn, it defeats the purpose. It's all marketing work. Oh, right? so they'll do grass fed and then just they'll, pumping at the end to make sure they get they, a nice. And then on the label they can say, beef. "Oh, grass fed, grass fed yeah. beef." All day, naturally. But the last month, we got to make get this motherfucker fat. We got to sell some meat, right? Yeah. yeah. So um, I actually worked at a cattle ranch up north for about three years. Is uh, there a difference in flavor? Oh, yeah. Grass Night fed and day. day. Uh, Nine days. So that soft. corn fed motherfucker? Yeah. Uh, so the whole, like, the whole, the whole method and the whole uh, system there was no stress. Even when we moved them from pasture to pasture, we would like we no dogs were allowed. We were not yelling. It was like a real calm movement. If he caught you driving and there was dust behind your tires, he would rip you <laughs> apart. Like this guy was no joke about his cows. That's They're not hardcore. breathing dust. Their yeah. grass was perfectly green every day. They had no idea they were gonna go to the slaughterhouse. They wouldn't get separated too far from the from the heifer, so there was not that stress. It was, yeah. it was a really intense operation. Can I live there? No, it was beautiful. It was, it was a great, great experience. So, but they're out there. That's dope. That Good stuff is out there. And you uh, got you guys are like that on the cannabis scene with like the herbs and shit. So, <laughs> like, gross, they get me in the airplanes, fucking flying over your cross, yeah, right? <laughs> Just spraying. Uh, although yeah. I, although I see them dry, flying that, and I, what's I that admit, big one? It looks like a fun job. Doing sit the, there and crop dust on yeah, that plane dude. five feet off the ground or five feet from the crop just yep. coming in holy yeah. shit it's, it's roundup right that's the big one they use like on food yeah oh, unfortunately man roundup get the mesothelioma you guys seen yep. the seen that congressman like arguing like oh it's perfectly safe you could drink it straight out of a cup and some dude shows up with the cup with that shit yeah, like, here drink it he fucking, he's like, I ain't drinking that shit. Yeah, I'm not stupid. Yeah, bro, but he, as soon as he said that, this dude fucking was ready. He's probably heard his spiel already before. He's all right. He says the same thing every time. I'm he like, was going down there. He, yeah. was, he was getting it. But that's good, though, man, because I wouldn't drink it. Why would you say you can drink it unless you're going to sit yeah, there? Yeah, exactly, So I used bro. to sell cleaner door-to-door, and it was, it was an all-natural, enzyme-based cleaner, and you could drink it, and I drank it. You know what I mean? What it tastes no. like? Windex? Uh, dirty water. Yeah, it wasn't good. I, and I didn't, mind you, I didn't take a slam. I would, you know, sit there and no, I would, I'd pull out, I pulled out my, uh, the spray bottle. Yeah. Because you get to their door, right? I don't know if you, anybody did door-to-door cleaning oh, yeah, sales, bro. but like yeah. you try to get their, your foot in the door and try to clean their grout, right? No, yeah. I had And then I'd be like, no, though. it's all safe. And I'll, I would just unscrew the top and just stick it in my mouth and be like, see, you know what I mean? Just take a little sip. Right. Was like, you're like, bring your dog. Watch. So you pour some of this shit. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> you gotta do what you gotta do to get the sale, bro. Like <laughs> that's dope. It just like you know, a couple sprays from your spray bottle. Dude, no, I, I remember that. My dad bought a fucking whole system from some dude. Yep. He like knocked on the door where I was a kid. And this dude fucking convinced my dad he cleaned like a little piece of the carpet. He's like, look, you see your your carpet shit and this little piece is fucking great. My dad's all right, fuck you, fifty nine ninety nine, here you go. Yep. That dude fucking made out like a bandit. Yeah, dude, that was one of the funnest jobs I ever had, dude. I, that's how I got to Phoenix. So I, I originally came to Phoenix. I, uh, I found an ad in a newspaper, jumped on a bus, showed up in Mesa, and the next day I went to work selling cleaner door-to-door. I did that for several months. I traveled here. I went down to San Diego. I went up to Salt Lake City and then Tucson, and then I got tired of it. But it was a fun job, man. Like, I mean, you knocked on doors. You found people. If they had weed, I'd buy that weed, and then I'd take it back to all my homies oh, in the hotel because nice. there's like 50 of us, right? And, dude, you'd be like the kingpin if you showed up with the weed for the day. Hell, like, yeah. that was the thing. So I just found that hustle, and that's, dude, <laughs> that that's all dope, I did all dude. day long. Allegedly. Yeah, allegedly. allegedly. I got offered that shit with perfumes one time. I went like oh. to, I found the ad on Craigslist. Like, oh, come through. You want to be your own boss? Have your own office? <laughs> Work your own like, hours. Yeah, I was like, fuck yeah, I do. Let me go see what's up. Yeah, and it was like a room full of motherfuckers, you know, they're motivating yep. you. Yep. Like, yep. do you want to drive a fucking Audi like this guy? Or they got to talk Everybody's you up like, too, yeah, man. Yeah, well, all you got to do is sell three bottles <laughs> of these a day, and then your friend sells another three. And then his friend's friend sells three. And then, yeah, dude, like, they wanted us to sign up, like, give them 100 bucks to go to Vegas, like, that weekend. They're going to fill up a fucking cargo van and... <laughs> Ship you guys over. Yeah, yep. get a hotel and just... Probably a cheap-ass hotel where $30 rooms where they could fit all, you know, <laughs> two, two, two to four per room, whatever. I mean, we did three to a room, and the guy that sold the most... The, the guy that sold the least, he had to sleep on the floor in the middle, so it was always oh, a competition. And uh, you didn't want to sleep. I never slept because I always came back with the weed, so I won every day. You know what I mean? I kind of regret not doing it just for the adventure. That's, that's like, all it was, dude. It was a fun adventure, but, I mean, I couldn't do it. I think I did it for like six, eight months, and that was it. I, I probably would have just done it for that Vegas yeah. trip and then be like, fuck, dude, I can't do this. <laughs> Another one they got me with was trying to sell vacuums. Kirby? The Kirby vacuum. So, but they trick you, bro. They're all like, yeah, come through. Like, if you're not gonna the ones that you have to vacuums, go to the, no, we're not. We don't sell back vacuums. That's when you had to go to the store and get the bags, right? Yep. The Kirby's. The Kirby's. Oh, yeah. Dude, and they weighed like 500 pounds. Special they were solid steel, pounds. dude. Dude, they're like 5,000 bucks too, bro. Yeah, dude said like whoever you sold, whatever smug bought it. You send them on the payment plan. Oh, yeah, dude. You call your boss. You're like, hey, run their credit home. <laughs> I got this motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> dude, if they're sending that for 5Gs, they probably only owe fucking huh? 30 bucks on that hunk of shit. Dude, seriously, man. But they'll so last guys, forever, bro. Yeah. So you guys moved from Cali, all of you? Yeah. From Cali. How long? Bro. How long ago? Mm, 2007. Okay, you've been or here for six. a while. 2006, bro. All like right. in March, right? March of 06. So, yeah, I'm in it now. 14 years. 14 what years. originally brought you out? Uh, just fucking everybody moved out here, my family. So I was like, yeah. get the fuck out of here, too. Yeah. It, made, like, it made no sense of me staying. Like, I wasn't um, was doing shit out there. You know, yeah. Like, being just, a loser. Mm-hmm. Fucking so, like, partying every fucking night. Yeah, like, so it wasn't like, just a weekend thing. It was every fucking night. And shit. <laughs> like, I just got to leave, like, this fucking life behind. Yeah. You know, it was fun while it lasted, but... yeah. Came out here and just started doing shit, you know. Got older. Nice. So it all came, you know, in the package. Got older, came here, and started making wiser moves. Nice. Instead of being a, a 
schmuck on the streets, you know? Yeah. Now he's a yeah. schmuck in air conditioning. Now I'm a schmuck in, yeah. Now kind of, feel, kind of. It feels Indoors. pretty good today. I was yeah. going to say, right it, now, the temperature to, dropped yeah. a little bit. Mm-hmm. Well, it was like 90 today, bro. No, it was a, I think it was like 101, high, the high of 101. So I was like, damn, that's amazing. <laughs> this is a beautiful day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when I saw it was going to be in the 90s, bro, I was like, damn, I'm tripping. Google, are you lying to me? You know, I was actually doing yard work outside this morning, and that's how you know it's going to be the right temp. When you get up <laughs> early and you're like, okay, I can stand it out here at 7 it, yeah. o'clock. I can be out here. All right, let's do it. Exactly. Let's rake real quick before it gets hot. Yeah. Hell yeah. On Saturday night, was anybody uh, outside on Saturday? Uh, dude, it was at night. Um, I was at a I was at a birthday party. At a bar mitzvah. Uh, and yeah, I was at a bar mitzvah. No, but uh, the DJ there sucked bad. Like, dude, I was, allegedly. I was, no, no, no. No, allegedly. <laughs> In my professional opinion, that guy was horrible. <laughs> uh, I'm not gonna say who. I'm not gonna put him on blast. Uh, so I went outside, dude. Honestly, man, like it, I might have needed a like a coat, like a jail. It was pretty windy, but it was like it wasn't just. Dis- <laughs> yeah, like fuck, I should have brought a sweater. Yeah, <laughs> I, like I was like, but no, it was it was, it was nice. It was very about Saturday? Nice. Saturday night. I was yeah. like, oh, so anyway, so I went outside, and everybody pretty much agreed with me that being outside in the nicer weather was better than being inside listening to the shitty DJ. So, <laughs> a lot of people walked out. Everybody was there. Or 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 the seal. The weather the weather was that beautiful that it outshined the DJ. Damn, I, what the fuck was I doing Saturday night? I was trying to figure that same the thing. Out. Was sad. So there was so there was. Bad, I don't remember great weather, so I probably wasn't outside. Well, we had bad storms in the south over where near our cultivation. So I actually went, blew up an air mattress and stayed there in case we lost power. And I remember being outside because that 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 storm started to pass, and like you said, it was just like calm, kind of a little bit of a breeze, but it was cool. And I was like, "Oh man, we're getting close to winter. Thank God!" Right? I I I remember Sunday. On Sunday, I was at was at Trader Joe's, and it started raining, bro, and it fucking just felt great. It dropped to like set in the seventies. I was like, oh, this shit's fucking, um, like, I had to turn the AC off in my car. Yeah. I kept getting cold and shit. <laughs> I started, because I'm used to just going oh, to four. Just now? I just <laughs> get on there and just throw it to four usually. That's, like, the highest level. If I had five, I'd go to five, but I'd break that fucking button. Wait, this was on the west side? Yeah, so it's simple. Where's your Trader Joe's at? This was on 83rd Ave and Peoria around there. Oh, okay. and, and Bell Road and Bell Road. Okay. So I think that was literally the only place in the valley that got rained. Everybody else got like sprinkles. Like, it, so that, that's, that was fine that you posted because everybody was like, oh, it sucked. Like, my car just got dirty or blah, blah. I didn't, we didn't get the rain we were promised. Oh, they saw those like, they're, ah! That one cleaned my car, yeah. Because there was no like fucking yeah. dust storm followed by it or anything. Those are the best like, Damn, ones, my car dude. is nice and clean now. Yeah. Those are the rainstorms I love. Yeah. It was in the clean area. There's no dust around. Right? <laughs> Everything's developed. There's a bunch of buildings surrounding it. No, but I, I felt amazing, bro, to feel like anything under 90. I was like, holy shit, dude. It dropped to like 76, I think. I was like, damn, this is what I live for right here. But then the next day, back to 110. Bro, we broke the record this year, right? For most 100 consecutive days of over 110. Did we? It yeah. was like 30 days or something. Yeah, some they broke they, the daily records too. I forgot what days, but yeah, they broke some records this That's year. That's crazy, man. It seems the crazier the summers get, the more intense our winter storms are getting as well. It gets and cold as hell. 
Yep. You know, I'm not mad at it. I'm a snowboarder and skiers, but you know, it's definitely changing. Yeah. Our winters are lasting way longer. I, I saw mean, snow on the mountains just south of Phoenix, dude. Like that was in the last two years. I woke yeah. up and was like, "Is that snow yeah, on the, the top of the mountains?" Uh, like, dude, that trip. I was, out, bro. I was snowboarding the trails. Yeah. I was snowboarding the trails of Sedona's, uh, Sedona, what? going over cactuses. What? That's how much snow came the last two years. What? I mean, it was in that. What, and what's people, a good spot to go snowboard? Snowball. Uh, Snowball's great. Snowball's um, great. Yeah, yeah. For Arizona, is it like a bowl? Um, there's a lot of stuff you can get into, yeah. and they've made massive changes and just like pretty much opened up the whole mountain. They put a gondola up there. Shout out to Snowball, best mountain oh, in AC. So, uh, okay, <laughs> yeah, so explain and to me. Like, our weather's been epic. Somebody like me who's never been to, I've been in the snow, mm-hmm. but I've never been to Snowball. I never put on mm-hmm. skis, snowboard. What else is there? Like, oh, well, I guess whatever. Well, so, they got little ski mountain bikes now. What? what? Yeah, yeah. There's a there's a ski on the front tire and a ski on the back, oh, and you put sweet. mini skis on your feet, and that's like you use all of the edges. That's like something. It's Mr. insane. Mr. They have like some with. massive shocks on them. Uh, it looks uh, terrifying. If yeah. I'm being 100 percent honest, dude, oh, fuck that. <laughs> crashing into something. Dude. <laughs> Too much to do. Right? Yeah, but uh, outside of uh, AZ, I like to go to uh, um, up to Tahoe in Cali, and then I do heli drops in. Uh, Colorado in Silverton. What's a heli drop? A helicopter. They take you up to the peak where it's like pretty much un, you know, untouched faces, and they drop you at the top. And oh shit! It's like a 20, 30 minute ride down of just non-stop, open face, untouched. You try to catch it right after a storm, and they go and drop dynamite, make the avalanche. That way you don't get caught up in it. Damn, dude, how's that adrenaline rush? It's insane. Next to riding a bull, it's the craziest thing. Do you just zone out, bro, and just see, like... Yeah, you have to, because, like, there's some parts where it's, like, you can't really fail. You know what I'm saying? It's, like, you don't think about it because it's not, like, an option. Because it's not... You're there, and you got There's no option to fail, so you don't think (laughs) about it. It's kind of like you just go... You just trust your instincts. They kind of test you out before you go on. Wait, the, so they take you up and drop you too. They don't. Do you go it's really. It's pretty. Safe. And you get out and you get in the line or whatever. Or do you, or is it like James Bond? Like when you go up there, you just jump out and yeah. you start skiing right away. Fresh, no, off, fresh off the helicopter. Yeah. Right. So you actually hang from the basket? No, I'm just. Oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> no, I've got that one a little bit farther. I was oh. ready to hear this. Yeah, so they dr- people, there's right? uh they they take three up at a time, and you pretty much they take you to this peak and land, and they tell you don't go backwards, don't go forward, just get Straight. just just get off the basket, and get stay to still, it. Yeah. wait till the cop, wait till the you know the helicopter yeah. lifts, and then you can walk forward, because I mean it's like you don't even see what's underneath. When we yeah. went, there were so many clouds. You know, Holy behind fuck. you, but yeah, it was a, uh, it was it was Man. a great time. I've done that for the last like three, four years. Because there's, Crazy. No, there's, yeah. there's no obstacle in your way, right? Like there's no tree, like because um, everything's covered, right? There's they drop you on multiple faces, so you can you can pretty much like choose if you want an open face or if you want a technical tree run, and so you, both of them are pretty awesome. Learn how to do that? Nah, <laughs> hell no, I'm too old for that shit. That's to start learning that right yeah. now, no. Yep. You yeah. gotta start early, right? How long you been? Uh, I started when I was eighteen. Um, pretty much, actually, I was about twenty. Now I think about it. it was right after I stopped playing baseball because you don't play sports and snowboard at the same time. But, uh, yeah, it was about twenty. I mean, it's been about eight years, but I got obsessed with it. 
and did it a lot when I first started. How about you, Kevin? You do that? I, I don't do it, man. Nah. I got I got my kicks when I was younger in the military, and I realized the older you get, you don't heal as easy. So for me to even think about trying to pick up something like snowboarding right now, bro, uh-uh. I might, I might give it a try on the kitty run. I'll go up there. I'll do the I'll do the kitty run and just give it a shot. But smart man, you know, if you if you roll, we have a sled it's, it's hill. That's what I'm getting a sled. I'm down for a sled, bro. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Nice if tube. I can get little skis for my <laughs> hands. Just go with a trash can cover. Yeah. <laughs> Ready to roll. That's what we used to do in New Mexico. We just go find something flat to go down yeah. the hill on and just. Yeah, slide if I down. could sit down and, and yeah. it has handles on straight, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somewhere I could brace. Yeah. So you guys come from Cali, hey. dirt bikes and stuff. You guys ride dirt bikes? And nah. Like, no. What do you guys do? You guys just drive? get high. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We just get high. Get high. I was ready to hear Play some. Basketball. Crazy, I was ready to hear some crazy Cali story. Get in fights. Get in fights. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> like the res out there. Yeah, there. I mean, we we're from a small town, Lake Elsinore, so there was really not shit to do. But you know, get forties and get blunts, bro, and just get blunted. And then yeah. weekends was always house parties. There was always gonna be a house party. You just had to find out where and show up and. At least you guys had house parties, man. We just went to places that we called like a uh, top of the world or a ditch bank that was unnamed. Like we literally just like had places to go and gather. And we were all young, nobody's house, you know what I mean? But I grew up in a small town, like country town, back roads, and we just go out yeah, yeah, yeah. and go up on top of the mesa, start a bonfire, and just party. Yeah, over there was crazy ass fools and shit. Fucking fools riding little mini bikes inside their fucking house and shit, like going up the fucking stairs and shit. Like, These fucking guys are wild. Like. Yeah, there were some wild little house parties, but that was basically it. That was our life yeah. out there, just party, 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 party. And when I, yeah, that's awesome. No, I mean, there was nothing else to do, really. Go to, the bro. Beach go to work, get home, take a shower, go get a fucking 24 pack, hit up the homies, be like, hey, where we meet? I got beer, I got weight. <laughs> we're a fucking great combo, come through. <laughs> Damn you! But it was how, dope. How far was the beach? It was dope, bro. A lot of beach trips, a lot. How far so, was it? Uh, from where from where we stayed, like forty five minutes. Oh, that ain't shit. That's Stand like up. the lake here. Oh, dude, we'd go like sometimes every day. Yeah. We didn't give a fuck. Do forty five minute drive. Yeah, two blunts. And then at night it's like twenty five minutes. Yeah, yeah just fly. The weather's like yep. fucking sixty degrees and shit. I've been lazy my whole life. I've always dreamed of just waking up and going to a beach. Yep. I can only imagine. Yep. See, now that's something I, I do miss. Imagine how you we used to do that all the time. Up. I didn't live yeah. right by here, but I mean, 45 minutes ain't nothing. Yeah. Dang, that's amazing. And then we'd always go at night, bro. So there's no traffic or anything. Yeah. And that's and it's empty. Because we just go to smoke weed. <laughs> Some ham and cheese. Yeah, there's a Newport Beach. There's this donut shop that sells these ham and cheese. The but they're open 24 yeah, hours. Dude. Those are good. And the, yeah, like there's where something special about it. I don't know if we're just that high. No, those things are magic, dude. I go get them at a uh, uh, shout out to Sunrise Donuts in Levine. Sunrise Donuts. Yep, yep. Oh, yeah, I go oh, over yeah. there and they got a, they do that. They've got the croissant or the the little roll that they put with, the food in. With they got the ham and cheese and the jalapenos yeah, and different things. Yeah, fire. Yeah. yeah, dude. Do you guys, do you guys dab? We'll yeah. take some dabs. We'll take a dab. He hesitated a little bit. Yeah, there was a little bit of hesitation. A little, little hesitation. Here. I use this. Oh, you use whatever you like. Here. Like I don't dab dab. Yeah. 
Kosher Kush diamond. We got Kosher Kush diamonds and and terps. You need a rig? We got some rigs down there. I'm gonna go grab one for you. What? You want to take some dabs with the rig? I mean, I got a rig here. We can get. All right, you got one. You good. We got that torch right there. Yeah, and check these diamonds out, man. So this is the Kosher Kush, and uh, these diamonds are actually, we're going to be doing these on a drop on uh, Saturday the 12th of September. Uh, that's when we're going to drop this. So anybody out there that likes uh, premium extracts, be? to be determined at this point, All we're right. going to release that a little bit closer to the event, but we're just Hell letting yeah. everybody know that these are coming out on the 12th. So we're excited Shit. to release these for you guys. I'm excited to try it. Yeah, dude. I, can't, I literally can't even push my flashlight because my hands are so sticky right now. My mouth, <laughs> my, my mouth literally watered when I smelled that. Let me see. Let me see that pro. Oh, that's that fucking watered white, Holmes. Yeah, yeah. That's the cleanest. So diamonds are probably going to end up being an annual thing. You know, the thing with these diamonds, you know, we've really focused on cultivating uh, premium flower, but this is going to be something annually that's going to be a release from House Exotics. So we really want everybody to know that this is a, a truly premium product. It's from whole flower. This isn't coming from trim or something like that. This is whole flower diamonds right is here. Is that fresh, the main focus? Is that the main focus right now for House Exotics? Is it just flower? Yes. Like their main focus, dope. I love that exotic, exotic flower. I love that because there's not quality. a lot of there's not a, a lot of companies like that, bro. There are, it, it seems like a lot of people are are moving towards the extracts and yeah. all these. Uh, there's like all these. I mean, I, dope extra extract companies. I've been disappointed by a lot of companies, companies that said they have exotic. You're paying fifty for an eighth, you know. And, Pop it open. TKBX like, doesn't, doesn't. I should have just bought a fucking twenty five dollar one. It's the same. Yeah. It looks the same and everything. You <laughs> exactly. know, like to be no, just no. That's honest. true. So when you're spending, when you're, you're really, fifty, you're expecting yeah. fifty dollars. I'm expecting, you know, like you said, exotic looking flowers. So mm -hmm. nice fucking flower. Yeah, yeah. Uh, push, it's a palm. So if you go like this, just push down and twist. Yeah. You got a little it's dabbing child, tool. It's childproof. I do. Yeah. I'm gonna put some in my. And little then here's some wedding cake. Live, live resin sauce so what is the live resin process so so that's a, we actually send it out to a lab that's oh, okay. this is done done third party so mm, yeah. that process is is up to the lab Under and he's an artist let's yeah. just say that yeah. but we, the, main, the main difference artists, between like yeah. a live a live extraction versus yeah. a cured extraction is the flower is frozen before it's ever dried so it's fresh it's frozen so when you go to do the extraction on that flower you're getting those fresh terpenes the same terpenes that you're getting when that so, plant yeah. was first harvested because it's been it's been preserved by freezing it so you just get a better quality flavor yeah. and, and product in my opinion uh, that's on the bottom. what was that one the one you just handed to me K, it was like number tkbx1 tkb that's a triangle yeah, triangle kush Crossed with the OG triangle. Bro, this one's Tukey Turpenstein right there. That's Yo, that wedding That wedding cake. Uh, I like that. Smell that, that wedding cake. Yeah, it's. Fuck with that one. Ooh, Here's you guys. Shit. That old genius. You guys uh, need a tool? Oh, yeah. Put it in your. <laughs> There's another. Uh, Dash is fire right there. Yeah, it's like a candy right there. See how, it, like see how the sides just kind of disappear like a nipple? Smell it, bro. This goes into the breast. That's yeah, so all the. All that's just from the straight from the flower. Yep. The smell, flower. everything fresh, frozen. Oh, that is so dope. Yeah. And that's and, getting the whole and, flower in there. Yeah. And per the it smells beautiful, lab, bro. We actually there's there's certain uh, terpenes and cannabinoids that are 
a week before the actual harvest. So there's a certain time that you harvest this for fresh frozen for maximum terpene, oh, that okay. aroma, that clear, that clearness that you see, that clarity. Yeah. That's that's cool. all that's like you know. Bad. Shout out to Goldsmith Labs. They've made a oh, okay. amazing batch of diamonds for us. So. Yeah, that's dope as yeah. fuck. Yeah, yeah, dude, it looks fucking. Oh, ridiculous, <laughs> bro. Yeah, yeah, speechless. I know. People look at that and they're like, what is yeah, it? These clear yeah, these I've never seen this. Crazy. Even yeah, this I one thought right this here. was cannabis. <laughs> <laughs> no, definitely, though, man. Anybody out there, you definitely need to go scoop up some house exotics, man. They got the real premium shit. No lie. Yeah, we're all about... We smoke a lot of flour here at the Roach Foot Podcast. That's definitely the word. Like, our main thing is flour and... You know, I'm glad you guys brought flour. I love it. That's like, and it's fucking bomb flour. You know, it's, it, superb, ain't no, it ain't bro. no joke. Yeah. Now let's try these. I put a. I put that. Uh, which one was it? The second one you showed. Uh, me? That OG, the triangle yeah, the OG TKBX one. Yeah. One. There's a little tag. On, uh, maybe it's. On the oh, top. bro. Oh, yeah. It tastes like Sprite. <laughs> His face. <laughs> that shit is fire, dude. Dolo has two surprise faces. One of them's. A good one. The other one's not so good one. <laughs> that, <laughs> that was, was a good, good one. one. All right. Yeah. You taste that shit right away. That what was that? The OG what? So that was MK. Uh, which one did you say about? TK TKBX one. Oh, TKBX one. Yeah, it's Triangle Kush crossed with the OG Triangle Kush. Oh, bro. I like those little Yokam. Check out there. My nephew got me that for. Father's Day is little thing. Yeah. Do they make dabbing on the ghost? Like right? Bro, and it's legit now. It ain't yeah. all janky on, like 10 years ago. Remember? Right? Right? Yeah, dude, whatever. Some of the original kind of electric pins were bad, dude. Side, really, yeah. really bad. It'd break right away, dude. <laughs> yeah, I've had a Yokan for about two years now and have been cool really happy with it. Nice. I don't know. I don't. I don't. Which one's that one? I don't. I don't know. It's got the little compartment on the bottom, too. Yeah. Yeah. These are are awesome pins, man. And you know what? Anytime I travel and I'm on the road, you don't want to take a rig with you because it's, for me, I don't want to have to be just dealing with it, cleaning it, constantly emptying it out. But those things, lifesaver. I'm I'm the life of the stone, though, gentlemen. Thank you. I was blessed enough to be here. I had to come. I had to come proper. Yeah, no, hey, bro, thanks for coming. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah man. Thanks for having us. No, uh, so the, these are the actual, that that's what people um, get when they pick up your product, like the, the containers? Absolutely. That's so, what you're looking at right yeah. there is the, the product that's in dispensaries. So those are listening, like, if you heard me, like, I had a problem opening it because they're, uh, what'd you do? <laughs> that water <laughs> might have fell out a little bit. I, tried, um, I cleaned it out a little bit. But it's, it's safe, right? Like, what I'm saying is, like, even, like, in your... In, what you choose, yeah, how you choose to package it. It's also saying a lot of just how how much pride you guys take in your in your product, right? That it's more or less childproof, but also like to there's like proof in the packaging, right? And how and how you do it. And, and I just want to bring that up because um, like safety from the way you grow it to all the way to um, how how a patient can pick it up. You know that that just speaks volume to to your uh, to your company to your product in general man 
Well, and that packaging too is unique. You know, one of the things when we think about people in the community, right? People outside of cannabis community don't understand cannabis users. And we know that a lot of people use their dab pin right in there. So we use a glass base on there so you can use your, use your nectar collector to be able to dab right out of the jar. So those are little things that a lot of people don't think about. And then that palm top really keeps it safe. Your kids can't get into it and yeah. it keeps it, it preserves the freshness because of how tight it seals around it. So okay. packaging is really important when it comes down to any type of cannabis. My, my pet peeve is seeing nice flower in one of those little pressed bags. You know what I mean? Oh, so right. flour and they yeah. drop it in there and you pull it out. It's just been smashed because the yeah. bag's like crunched up on it. Shit, like, I got some right here right now. No, see, but it, <laughs> not, not to dis, we won't say whoever that's in, but you know, yeah, I mean, yeah. just if you don't, if you don't care enough about your product to give it that full presentation when a customer opens it, why are you growing? You know what I mean? Straight up, I agree. The packaging is legit. First yeah. step to the last step. I like these. I like these jars. That logos. That London Mints. Yeah, that's a dope ass logo. So we're house exotics. You can see. You can look through the little house. Oh yeah, look. Some exotic. There's some exotic flower. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> exotic people. Yeah. Hey, when that was, when that was brought up, was everybody like, oh. That's what it was for. <laughs> or they don't realize that the palm that the palm leaves are cannabis leaves. Yep. These regular just palm tree. What? Um, How long has been, uh, House Exotics been in the game? Um, they've been in business for roughly two, two and a half, three years. They've gone through a couple changes, structural changes, and. Um, rolling up with quality and just making sure that the, the consistency stays there you know um, whether that's cultivation changes or whatever we need to do we, uh, we've just rolled with all the punches and we all know how the ride in cannabis is it's an up and down oh, yeah. ride so yeah we're, we've been rocking for about three, two three years two three years what's next trying to expand as much as possible so these shelves aren't empty china because <laughs> right now when china. i go to make a delivery they're saying what can we just put in our next delivery right now because tomorrow is going to be gone so right now that's a good thing see you yeah. don't want that shit to sit there for five months six months like we we're talking about exactly yeah. so so right now expand put more house exotics on the market in a big way educate the people about quality and then execute on quality in which, in which ways um, are you guys uh, educating? Um, well, like just this talk today about talking about pesticides and, and the effects that could come, that's just a start. If you get into it, you can really find some other, you know, lung damage, you know, residual lung damage, esophagus problems and diseases. It, it goes on and on. So I think that's the biggest thing, being here with you guys, you know, people <laughs> who care about quality people who address these things like pesticides and heavy metals and everything else so that's that's the biggest thing get out here with as much uh as much people like you and and try to educate as many people as possible yeah the bloodmaster general over here he's, yeah he's an exotic beast right here and yeah get, i've seen this guy furious over some jars he's like look at this bullshit they sold me <laughs> they're mad bro like <laughs> and that's how it should be there should be an expectation we yeah, didn't mention exactly. no names but Y'all better get your shit together. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the competition's getting yeah. real out here, and, yeah. and it's all about how you treat your craft. You know, don't try yeah. to do too much. Attention to detail. Yeah, yeah that's it. 
do what you do and do it right because there's a market for that guaranteed bro there's a market for beautiful flowers yeah i'm definitely gonna scoop some of that up too though yeah yeah my my uh, marine buddy he just told me the other day he said uh strive for perfection and reach excellence <laughs> yeah so <laughs> we smoked a lot of blunts. Is, <laughs> is that the house exotics mission statement? Yeah, I, we'll roll with that right now. Absolutely, right. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. We'll adopt that. It's officially adopted. Yeah. It's adopted. There you go. I'm gonna get it Shout tatted out. on my back. Now. Shout out to Jacob, number one. <laughs> Shout out to Jacob. Yeah, man. Yeah, we have an awesome team. Our team is incredible everything that they do the dedication it's hard, it's hard to find and that's what's up, it's really man. hard to find well like you man you Listen, went and fucking spent the night over there and shit you know oh, yeah, the power dude, went he out spent the that, night like, there uh <laughs> he's, i gotta make sure oh, yeah, dude yeah. the other growers gone down in the middle of the night if there was an issue like potentially the power going off things like that that's real when you're talking about small batch cultivation oh, you know, yeah. we're not corporate man there's a small team of people that are grinding to try to get this quality cannabis out and it's it's not a full-time job it's it's a it's a dedication it's yeah. a, it's a life choice and i mean these guys aren't just a fucking air up mattress and he stayed there overnight that's yeah. what it takes to ensure that level of quality yeah. you know what i mean and that's that's that dedication that know? speaks for itself right yep. there you know yeah. it just seems like there's support no, local yeah there's no other options yeah. in, my head, in my mind no. did you have wi-fi at least yeah. All right. That's yeah. Good. Until the power goes out. Yep. <laughs> you just sit in the no. dark and hope. No. Yeah. They gotta rely on your five G. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. As long as it ain't a cricket, we can't <laughs> kick it, is it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That small batch. That's what I'm talking about. I Man, I want to give a quick shout out to the homie Joey Diaz. He just uh, stopped doing the Church of What's Happening now. That was a dope ass podcast that inspired me to do this shit that I'm doing. So, shout out to that Vato and his future endeavors. Cocksucker. <laughs> you know yeah. why he's heading back home, right? Yeah, I'm New Jersey. Yeah. Everybody's leaving fucking LA, bro. Yeah. Rogan signed that Spotify deal. He's like, fuck you guys. Later. I used to be a stand up comic. Now I'm just a podcaster. Yeah. Bro. I'm making $100 million. Dude, right? <laughs> Thing. Crazy. Dude, good for him. He's a grinder. Good for him, yeah. dude. When I try yeah, to find a podcast. It's like I can't find it. <laughs> you know, there's just yeah, so many. So many. Yeah. yeah. So I, I, I listened to his first podcast on Spotify. It was with Duncan Trussell. It was a five-hour episode. It was dope. I still got like an hour on there. <laughs> they already pissed like five times each. He's like, "Don't stop it, man! I don't want to stop this episode yet, man." He's like, Duncan, go piss. <laughs> no, hey, shout out to those vatos, though, bro. That fool grinded. You know, Joe Rogan, he started the podcast. It was his shit. He, he fucking, he bamboozled his way up to 100 million bucks, bro, just by bullshitting on the microphone. Just being himself. No. It's a unique way of playing of playing both sides of the fence and not really being on a side, but just questioning. Yeah. Good uh, questions. He pisses everybody off. Good like, questions. Shut the fuck up, Joe Rogan. <laughs> I know better than that. <laughs> asking me these good, these great questions. Yeah. <laughs> nah, yeah. Shout out to that dude, man. He did it. He did it. I mean, that's doing it, right? You got yourself a hundred million dollar contract with, with the, with the biggest audio platform, probably. Like he won. Absolutely. He won. He won the game. He won. Like he, he, he won that life, bro. Yeah, for real. <laughs> he, like he won that fucking hustle. And. Uh, and shout out to that dude. Thank you. Cheers. Spotify's trying to fucking get Howard Stern, dude. It's because Howard Stern's serious. 
contract ends at the end of the year, I think. So I think they're serious still. Oh, Harrison gets like half a billion dollars every, yeah. every five years from them. Now that dude really played the game, bro. He became a billionaire. Off of his radio show, yeah. which he was basically the first podcast, bro. If you think about his style, that. bro, he was like podcast style. He was, and he did it for years before it became popular. That's you true. know, from, from a, somebody who literally had that type of following and turned it into a TV show and other stuff. Like he was way before his time. When you think about it, mm-hmm. way before his time, bro. Oh, yeah. He was always like openly saying crazy shit. I just remember when I was younger, he'd always have naked chicks on the show. Yeah, like, dude, like, I yeah. want to watch that show. They tried to cancel him. Yeah. They tried to cancel him a few months ago. Oh, did they? they well, they've been vid- trying to cancel him for years, man. They like, found video of him in blackface, and he's just like, bro, like, you guys pulling out shit from the 70s? Like, yeah, I was crazy. Like, that's not who I am now. Because all I admit, I was doing some crazy fucking shit for ratings, but, you know, I fucked up. You know, Sirius didn't. Sirius didn't cancel him. Sirius didn't make him do shit, bro. That's what's dope about that, about them. He just played the he played the cards his way, man. And he had the power. He's the one that he was. He was the voice. He was the voice. Couldn't be silenced. You know what I mean? But he's always been like that. He's always been edgy. He's always been right there on the razor's edge of you know offensive. Always a little bit offensive. Almost trashy, but you know. He built an empire. <laughs> now Joe Rogan's like that new, <laughs> that new guy. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Sorry, a little casualty over here. <laughs> What's going on, guys? <laughs> I, bur- I burned my finger with hot wax. Like, got trying, trying to be all sexy. I got Mr. Miyagi over here. <laughs> how do how you uh, get waxed? So we're uh, the dab tools, the um, nectar uh, collector, the nectar collector, and dude, this shit is so like fucking like perfectly fluid. Like if and I'm stoned, so I probably just tilted it a little bit too close to the. Oh, and it landed on your finger. Well, when I pulled it up, then it dripped as I was uh, inhaling, and then it uh, dripped on my finger. Drip, drip. There goes uh, another air gas. He's trying to do a full gram dab to the nectar collector. Oh, all of it, the whole thing. That's always sweep to the dome. Yeah. Sweep it all up. Oh. I want to try this we, on the yo can. Have you guys snorted a dab? <laughs> Tell no, me this. Have no. you seen it? Have you guys seen yeah, I've seen people do that. Okay, okay, okay. It's outrageous. He saw uh, it for the how first can time. You fucking I would never that. do that. I wouldn't do it. Jay Filla did it a while ago. Oh, yeah, he does all. Jay Filla, right? Did I get his name right? Yeah. Shout out Jay Filla. <laughs> Jay <laughs> Philanthropist. Yeah, with that mullet. Yeah. You got to be dedicated to do that. I think it would just burn, man. Like maybe I'm completely wrong and it, it wouldn't hurt at all and it'd be the greatest experience in life. But I could think of some other things that could go that way that I wouldn't do either. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Snorting, snorting a dab is definitely not happening. Wait, nope. It's uh, not in the playbook. Hot? Sorry. Or like, like, like you're sucking in a booger. Sucking it through the yeah, through, through the, the rig. Like just, just doing a regular yeah, dab. Like, but oh, that's knows. right. I remember he did do yeah, that. Yeah. Yep. You're right. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. This is Jay Filla, and I'm about to snort a dab. I'm about to snort a dab through a pineapple. Dude, I was about to say. Bro, we got 1,200 views on that video. It wasn't worth it. What? I You know, you know who Jay Filla is? Uh, the homie always does like crazy shit when he. Well, now he has yeah, a kid. Follow so. him on Instagram, bro. He's funny. He does. He just smokes out of like crazy shit. He makes. He's, yeah, he makes a lot of, of crazy. Dab rigs. Yeah, that's the homie. Yeah, Jay Phil. <laughs> I got my light point. Yeah, he he does it for the gram. Yeah. <laughs> he has writers. 
Because yeah, used to be on the, used to be on the podcast, bro, and we're like, dude, why are you, why aren't you funny on the podcast <laughs> like you are on your videos? And he's like, oh, my wife writes all my material. Really? I don't know if he was being serious or not, but... Maybe that was his last joke. Because we'd always put him on the spot. Yeah. Because he always does, like, rap songs and shit. <sighs> like, he wouldn't guy? do I it. Follow. I know. I'm trying to I find, find him. him. Uh, it's J-F-I-L-L-A, right? Or yeah. is it J-A-Y? J-F-I-L-L. Is Jay sponsoring the show? He's getting some shout-outs. I know. Jay Filla. Yeah. Yo is a fucking... That's at Jay Filla. Okay. Yo is a head of lettuce. Got you. So... From 6,021 to 6,022. Urban, urban, urban farmer. <laughs> so he's a farmer, like you said, like a local, yeah, yeah like yeah. organic farmer. In his backyard. In his nice. backyard. He's got the UFO. Yeah, there he is, Yeah, dude, shout yeah, out. He looks fun, man. Yeah, he's a fun guy. He has a mullet. Brody said he has like three haircuts, or what did you say? How do you have? Why, it's three and one. <laughs> yeah. He does have like three haircuts. Mullet and blank bangs and a jerry curl. And a bowl cut at the same time. You look at him from straight away, it looks like he just has a regular fade from the side. Oh, He's like Dog the Bounty Hunter. He just starts changing at every Yeah, bro, and he'll lift his hair up and there's like nothing on the side. Samurai Warrior now. Yeah, Samurai Warrior. Like, God damn, you got fucking looks galore, bro. Tell me this doesn't look painful. I'll show you guys in just a second. He l- That's looks just straight to the vein. He dresses like uh, Migos, huh? <laughs> what is this one? So <laughs> oh, look, there, there, there he goes. is. What's he doing on this one? Uh, Let's see. So, that's, dad, look, 4,600 views on that. There he goes. That's a nose dab. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> there it is. You found it quick, bro. Look at him. <laughs> oh, <my laughs> Hell no, I gotta cut this shit out quick. You know, I bet he was dying for like, he looks like a, a younger, 20 minutes. He looks like a young version of one of my cousins. I just think Shout about out when, the, when the dab goes to my nose, it makes me sneeze. I, don't, I can't imagine. Bro, doing that? Yeah, straight to the brain. and like I just think fucking nose pain, eyes burning, oh, yeah. fucking brain even fucking hurting. I to do a dab through my that's what I think about. Yeah. <laughs> I can barely fucking do like half a second. <laughs> hey, without calling. Hey, without calling out any names, without calling out any names, what are some of the big issues you guys see in like these other flower companies? You know, I'm talking strictly like the you know slanging this flower for the top dollar. I'm not talking about the budget weed. Like you get what you get with the budget weed. Like we're good on that. But like when they're charging top dollar, what are some exotics? Mm-hmm. Well, here's the thing: like, like cutting corners is, is very easy, and making a product look good is also achievable without it actually having any beneficial like benefits. It's it's poison. You can make it. You know, you can put Miracle Grow on it from Home Depot, and it looks great, grow a big bud. But at the end of the day, it's toxic. So that's the that's when. November first will will weed all that out. Yep. So yeah. as of now, it's just how much how many products are out there to to band aid yeah. half ass growing. And, yeah. and right now, it's not gonna like November first. It just won't it won't cut it. it, it won't, all you can't hide. They're gonna be testing like, from everything the soils you know, to yeah. You can't microwave your moldy weed because they're gonna be testing for skeletal stru- DNA structure like. That's why, like, is there going to be, like, these big old cells, like, in October? 
uh, from certain places trying to get rid of this yeah, stuff? Absolutely. <laughs> Strictly speculation. Yeah, I, I mean, speculating. Yeah. Yeah. Just Maybe. wait to see. I don't, see. Know. I don't yeah. know. Let's find out. I would, I would say probably. Just, right. prop, just prop don't over. buy your $40 ounce. Yeah. Bogo, $40 my, ounce. You're going to go to the, like, the wholesaler? I used to do them, but now <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I can't do it. Once you buy, like, well, you get the good mm-hmm. shit, you know. Right. It's like, yeah. yeah. It's hard to go back to the normal shit. I'd rather pay a little extra. Fuck it. Like. <laughs> yep. Pay my three hundred two eighty yeah, an ounce. Get some you know, yeah, get some house exotics. Well, if you think about it, you get a half ounce, just smoke the whole thing before you smoke a nug of this and feel what you'll feel. Yeah. Oh yeah, so you'll it, smoke it, the whole. It's way more economical. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Because it took how much power to grow that half ounce instead of how much power to grow an eighth. Yeah. You got you just as high. That's Bond economical. Through. That's numbers. Unlike. You know, that's why some people will, will argue with hydro yeah. and soil. That's how they base, like, the prices or based on the overall product or uh, or just yield? Or? I mean, testing. Testing is a huge part of it as far as, like, your your, cannab- your cannabinoid profile, uh, the potency of it. Yeah. That's huge. Um, right now, people are kind of only looking at that, but now it's going to be getting into microbials heavy metals residual is that something is that something you kind of know before growing it like this thing's gonna test between here and here just kind of from knowledge or um there's just no telling ever well the well there's just products that you know that are gonna that are gonna put you in that threshold of danger and you just don't use them yeah they'll look your they'll make everything look great you just don't use them you do it the right way you know, attention to detail, diligence, consistency, and, and you know, a proper regimen. You yeah. always go for preventative, not like you don't chase a problem. You try to prevent problems. So, yeah. if, you know, if we prevent PM or heavy, you know, pressure from a pest from the beginning from a healthy plant, then we're not sitting there having to use heavy, heavy chemicals to yeah. combat those it's problems. it's already healthy and just try it's to healthy. keep it that way. Yeah. Molds, microbials, pests—they can't, they cannot feed off of healthy plants. Yeah, yeah. Plants have what's called a bricks count, so it's like their sugar count, and the high sugar count will kill any pesticide that tries to feed off of it. Oh, so right, right there, if you have a healthy plant, there's it already a fucking, itself. Mm, interesting yeah. shit. Right it's there, to right. a point where you fake cool. attack them towards the end, so they create more of a of a terpene and trichome buildup. You're smart. Hell yeah, that's smart. That's a wee scientist right there. Yeah. No, that's cra- it's crazy because it's like exactly what you said. It's like it's a, it's its own antibodies. It's what yeah. you know. Of course, like that's amazing. So right now, when like it's real popular, like people are plant more plant based diets and more in control of their health. Plant based smoking. Can, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like you could go. Well, not exactly, but you get the point where I'm going now, where it's. Um, Prevent it, it is the it is the vitamins it is the well, what you're taking in through how, however you choose through right the whole process. through a concentrate through uh, through the flower itself that's cool man that, I learned a lot hell yeah it's amazing information that, bro yeah, yeah absolutely yeah. damn that's dope you guys ready for a little challenge you guys think you guys could dethrone Brody and Franco and some uh, family fizzude. Guys might be smart, but I know a lot of trivial shit. We're going to play a little family <laughs> feud. We're going to put House Exotics versus Man. the Road to Podcast. I am your host oh, for the evening, Steve Jimenez, the Tercero. 
Este episode is brought to you by El Cannabis Cactus. Go to CannabisCactus.com. Always free. Never prickly. Amen. Ah, <laughs> Hell yeah. So you guys know the rules of Family Feud, right? Vaguely. Kind of. You know, just... You never watched Family Feud, dude? It's a survey. I asked... I went around, you know, the streets of Phoenix. <laughs> 27th Avenue. <laughs> I went down 27th Avenue uh, in this school and asked 100 crackheads <laughs> questions, oh, you know, so... <laughs> I got the surveys right here in my hand. I bought them at Walmart, so it's right. called a crackhead edition. <laughs> and I am Steve Jimenez, the tercero. How many times a day do you go to your dealer's house? Hey, speaking of crackheads, sorry, <laughs> side story. I went to Goodwill, went into the restroom. I saw a little piece of burnt up aluminum foil and a chopped up straw. Oh. And I was like, God damn. I was like, nah, made me sad. <laughs> but crackheads, they're everywhere. Right. Right? Everywhere. <laughs> Alright, so the, these are the rules. We're going to have one of you guys face off against one of these guys. Who wants to start? Do you want to face off against Franco? Or do you want to face off against Prody? This is round uh, one. We're going to do... Th- uh, I, uh, I mean, you, all, you guys are all... We're going to do two out of three. So it's two out of three. <laughs> <laughs> this game is rigged. So basically, in the face off, I'm going to read the survey. First one to yell out the an- their answer. Okay. I'm going to check if it's on the survey. If it's the number one answer on this survey, you guys get to choose if you guys want to take the rest of the card or pass it on to these guys. You get three strikes per card, so that means every miss is a strike. Three strikes are out. Once you're out, you cannot get back in. You guys ready? Are you ready? You're in the zone. Auto zone. We'll see. So let's get Franco versus uh, Gomez, right? The BG. What's your first name again? Jacob? Brandon. 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 Sorry, bro. Brandon Gomez. You guys got me high, bro. (laughs) What's your last name? Gomez. Gomez. Yeah, so BG. I got the right name, though. The last name. My whole life, I'm Gomez, so you can call me Gomez. That's easy. Gomez. You guys ready? Yes, sir. You guys super ready? I was just trying to psych him out. Go. All right. So after I read the survey, or while I'm reading it, first one to yell out an answer. Even while you're reading. Okay. Okay. But yeah. if, if, you know, okay. if you're that okay. com- I mean, if you're that confident, it's yeah, like no, halfway no, through I the just, sentence, just, you could just. I, so just I asked 100 to... crackheads on 27th Avenue Indian School. This question: <laughs> Name something of which you're sure to find plenty of dirty ones in a bachelor's apartment. Underwear. 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 Brody. <laughs> oh no, I don't have a judge. Can, yeah. I, get a, can I get a repeat on that? <laughs> Name something. I don't know, bro. I'm gonna say no. Oh. Eh, really close, but oh, I don't have another oh. judge. Oh. <laughs> What's your guess? Uh, Name something it, of which you're sure to find plenty of dirty ones in a bachelor's apartment. You, Name a. Name something of which you're sure to find plenty of dirty ones in a bachelor's apartment. What'd you find a lot of dirty or something? <laughs> What, what's a bat? What would you find that's dirty in a bathroom? I, I said underwear. I said underwear. underwear? That's what I said. Con- I was wrong. A condom. Condom. A is- used condom. Wait, wait. wait. What? I hope they're not. No. <laughs> Am I not hearing the question? That was close, but it's not in there. Oh, hey, that's, that's what that's what Scante head would say. Yeah, I'm gonna sw- we're gonna switch. We're gonna switch the question. You guys ready to face off again? You wrote these questions. <laughs> did the crackhead say what? <laughs> I, think, I think we did that one already. That's our first All one. All right, ready? Yep. Oh, no, that's probably too uh, gentrified. <laughs> what do you put on a sandwich? 
right, name a celebrity who has gone postal at least once. Britney Spears. That is number one. Oh. Do you guys want to take the card or pass it to these about those? That mean meaning you guys gotta. There's five answers to that survey. Do you guys want to try to guess the five answers, or do you guys want to make them? Yeah, guess I can the pass rest? it off to homie. To yeah, you guys take turns one? after okay. this. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. You guys want what, the card? Do you, think you have one? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got three chances. You got three chances. Three, chan- oh, okay. three strikes, oh. you mean. Three strikes. Three strikes. Yeah. But we get to see what was the question again? All right. So, Kevin, yeah. name a celebrity who has gone postal at least once. He Can gets, we both answer? He gets Britney oh, Spears. Oh, <laughs> he's not on here. Oh, we all know he's on there. I know. Can he should have right. been on here. But... All right. Hang on. Those, uh... Your turn. Kanye West. So, that was one strike. Oh, that's a good one. No, Kanye's not on here. How, how old are these? How old are these? These are from 2018. So Kanye hadn't gone too deep off the rails yet. We got the fucking throwback part. Not yet. Oh, okay. Yeah, so you gotta, you know, rewind your memory a couple years back you know, in order to. You gotta put yourself into the crackheads. Remember, back I talked then. to I talked to crackheads, bro. Yeah. They haven't watched TV in years. <laughs> so you gotta even retract yeah. even more, said, bro. What's COVID? We don't got COVID. He over there. COVID over there. That's two strikes right here. Can we both answer? Is it just one of you guys, you guys can talk about it. This is your last strike. Um, All right, let's see if they get this. Name a celebrity who has gone postal at least once. You got that one? Postal yeah, that's it. Yeah, right. Robert Downey Jr. And... Oh. I guess could still you guys might still win if they can't steal oh, this if they can't answer one years. thing on this but if they answer at least one. Name a celebrity who has gone postal at least once. We asked we asked COVID and and he said Charlie Sheen. They had guessed that already and that's <laughs> oh, not good. So, so you guys win. You guys win round. You guys win round round number one. Now you got to face off against wait, Prody. Oh right, wait, who right, who right, the other one? Oh. Uh, Mel Gibson, Tom okay. Cruise, Russell Crowe, and Alec Baldwin. How is they never throw But they're better yeah, than Charlie Sheen. Sheen. I would say that uh, was I the can't. tiger blood, bro. Bro, tiger crackheads, blood. bro. Yeah. Nuts, crackheads dude. don't throw their own crackheads under the bus. That's true. Oh, <laughs> yeah. They're loyal. Oh, they're loyal. Very loyal. Yeah, yeah. They're like, that's like Scientology level. Yeah, they were crackheads worship. who answered these questions. So, so back at who? Who is it? Name a kind of car driven by men who have something to prove. <laughs> uh, a truck? Pickup truck. Oh, we were both right there. <laughs> Come <laughs> on, Judge. What was it? <laughs> What'd you hear? It Monday? doesn't say truck in there. <laughs> so, who, who guessed first? Who said truck first? Probably. I think me. You? Probably. What's your guess? Uh, let's go motorcycle. That's a good one. No. What? Is it like. These crackheads are stupid. Oh, like a Lamborghini? Ah. Yep, that's the number six. Broly, can you get higher than the number six? He said Lamborghini. Five, four, three, two, one. Ford F-150. A Ford? Yeah, a Ford. No. <laughs> no Ford F-150. You gotta go from Lamborghini to Ford F-150. So there's, uh, there's eight answers. Do you guys want to steal the card or give it to these guys? Oh shit! Do they got something to prove in the fucking F one fifty? Yeah, I'm gonna confirm. <laughs> yeah, confirm. Probably <laughs> lungs. I just did a lot of bricks back here, boy. Yeah, I'm like, I wish I had that three fifty though. You know, that F six fifty. But I settle for the one fifty. Go out fishing in this uh, one though. Uh, yeah, I can fit all my shit still. Don't worry. 
Alright, we'll give you, you guys got a pass. Yeah, oh, yeah. so you guys gotta take this. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Now we Name. eliminated some for you, so you're in good shape. Yep, the, yeah. the Lamborghini. And no, no F 150s. <laughs> Name a kind of car driven <laughs> by men who have something to prove. Franco? A Ferrari. <laughs> a Ferrari, that's number four with eight. Nice. Oh. So we just gotta guess brands of supercars. Yeah, yeah Bentley, right? pretty much. Right. Well, you can find it in a 1990s a cartoon Bentley's of not a there. cool guy. Bentley's not there. That's one strike. Oh, man. Franco? How about this? Uh, like uh, Cadillac? That's number one with 14. Whoa. So we got Caddy, nice, Ferrari, man. and Lamborghini out of eight. So, Broly? Damn. Yeah. <laughs> you did a good job on you guys by passing. Hell yeah. <laughs> that was the greatest fucking move in family feud history. That's, that's some strategic plan. Yeah. Oh. It is. Steve Harvey will be jealous of us right now. He'll be like this. <laughs> All right, probably five, four. Did they say three. Ferrari already? Huh? I just said that. Yeah, oh, you just said that. Oh. Five, four, three. A Porsche. That's the that's number eight nice. with six. Oh. Franco. Uh, so we got Cadillac, Ferrari, Lamborghini, and Porsche. Fuck. Name a kind of car by man who have some. Oh, driven by man who have something to prove. Franco, you're on the hot seat, buddy. Um, is there like a like a celebrity car, like a, like the Batmobile? Or I can't answer those type of questions. <laughs> I'm just here to read the survey, what, sir. What would that be called? Like a, a like movie car? Movie car? No, there's no movie car. Oh. <laughs> That's two strikes, probably. It's on you, I was buddy. Thinking, thinking like bench warmers. Is your team still on the line? You guys got Cadillac, Ferrari, Lamborghini. And Porsche, come on, Brody, you're halfway there. I, 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 I thought we lost you for a second. Audi, yeah. I know. <laughs> yeah, no. <nope. laughs> I thought we straight lost you for a second. I don't think he's gonna answer. He fell asleep. Those diamonds hit it, bro. <laughs> Audi is not there. BMW. Damn, see, no hesitation, and you guys win the game! How's Exotics for the win? How's Exotics for the win? Oh, that, ooh, see, I don't think I've ever seen a mic blow. Nope. Damn, you guys got super, yo. I like that. Damn. So we're bringing back all the winners at the end of the year for a super round-off family feud face-off. <laughs> so you guys are going to face-off against, so far, the Urban Life. They're a, they're a reggae band. You guys should check them out. Suburban yeah. Life. Not not the polka band. Suburban Life. That's another band. Is that from, is- Is that from Home Alone? No, that's uh, the Kenosha Kickers. Oh. The Kenosha Kickers. Kenosha <laughs> Kickers. Steve Hart, I mean, uh, what's his John name? Candy. John Candy. <laughs> Sorry, dude. Stoners. Remember, she gives a, they give a ride to the Kevin's the- mom in the back of the U-Haul. <laughs> oh, yeah. And they're a fucking... They're a fucking... Yeah. 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 Heck yeah, dude. <laughs> I forgot all about that movie. Yeah, dude. see, yeah. bro. Hey, have you heard the theory that... um, Or, yeah, the theory that uh, Elvis Presley's in that movie? I haven't heard that. So theory. when she's yelling at the flight attendant, and there's a guy standing right behind her, looks just like Elvis. Spoke, or... He supposedly looks and about like the same <laughs> age. It's pretty funny. It's, it's pretty funny. Have you guys seen uh, it's not. Chicago Tupac? <laughs> no. no, that guy's funny. It's like this crackhead that runs around trying to look like Tupac. It's going viral. Does he at least look like him? I mean, does he do a good impression? Yeah. From far, he does, but once they get the camera, you know, he's like, oh shit. And definitely not too Yeah, this guy's smoking the wrong kind of rocks. <laughs> is he black? <laughs> is he black? Yep. Okay. It would be even funny if it was a white guy, a white crackhead. 
right? Bald. With the backwards do rag or uh, what was I looking at? Oh, Home Alone. The polka band. band. Polka band scene. Well, boys, it was a beautiful episode. Thank you guys for the pleasantries. Thank you for having yes, us. Sir. Absolutely. Any closing final thoughts before we leave the show, Mr. Kevin? I'll tell you what, man. I've been I've been listening for a long time, and uh, I'm, I'm excited to actually have been here and take part of this for once. You guys are killing it. So uh, from an educational standpoint, to go back to what we were talking about earlier, you know, there's a lot of education that wouldn't make it out to the community if it wasn't for you guys doing a show like this. So thank you guys for what you guys do, and no, uh, thanks thank for having you. us on. Dude, we totally appreciate being able to come in here and share this product with you and share our knowledge. And, and dude, I, I hope to be able to do it again, and I'm excited to come back and uh, face off with uh, whoever we're facing we off with. In the rematch. Yeah, let's do it, dude. Grudge match. Yeah. No, but it's cool, man, like hearing from all sides of the aspects, yeah. you know. From like you you gave us the inside of the cultivating part, you yeah. know, like the ins and outs of what's good and what's not, you know. So it's always interesting stuff for the people who are listening who are fucking got that going through their heads too, you know, yeah. thinking how the pesticide issues that they read, all that shit going on. You it's know? real, yeah. That's yeah. just yeah. bad for you. Yeah. Yeah. So it is. That's why you get yourself some house exotic so you don't have to worry about none of that yeah no shots around of please don't try to prove me wrong (laughs) but also like how they're doing how they're pulling down the business right and how what to look out for um on a business standpoint which is just just as important right um on a on a whole on a whole other level because that's where a lot of it gets lost right that's where it starts getting cut with whatever else so um that's all I said, man. With all, like all levels, man. That's just it's dope that even in that game, there's there's guys are like activists, right? You guys are like fighting for like the purity of this and powerful uh, plant. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's fucking dope. <laughs> you bless him. What is that? Oh, it's a powerful plant, man. We it spend is. a lot of money on it, and we want we want good stuff, you, you know, for our money, great, man. Thank you, thank you, and we're and we're just scratching the surface. So any I'm closing words? Uh, no, I can't close it any better than Kevin. You should ask me first because oh, I'm not gonna wrap. I'm not gonna wrap it up any better than that. He said it perfect. Beautiful. We're excited. We're blessed to be here with you guys. Keep spreading the word and education. It's an honor, man, having you guys here. Absolutely. It's an honor. Oh yeah, we are the Roachlip Podcast. Go fuck yourself, bitches. Ay, 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 ay. Thanks, boys. Thanks, boys. Yeah, Hell yeah, man.